Democratic debate. Uh, round two, night two. Couldn't remember what round it was. Coming up on the Right Wing Vegan. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of The Right Wing Vegan this week. I'm Scott. And I'm Kelly. And we got all of your night two, round two, Democratic national debate coverage. We got it all right here. It was hosted by CNN, the glorious network that is CNN with its neutral uh, (laughs) moderators. Sure. So neutral. Don Lemon is so neutral that you just don't realize how neutral he is. When he's asking questions about Trump's racism, when he's insinuating that Trump is a bigot and a racist, when he's asking questions, that's actually him showing his neutralism, duh. He's very neutral. He's very, he's so in the middle. Don Lemon, he's Mr. Middle. I've heard that's what they call him at CNN. Everyone, Jake Trapper uh, told me. He, he emailed me personally to tell me, don't you worry, Don Lemon is a neutral person. He doesn't hate Trump. That's all myth. He loves, well, no, he doesn't love Trump either because he's Mr. Neutral. He's right in the middle. doesn't even have an opinion. What a what a crap show. All right, anyways, so welcome to the Right Wing Vegan. I'm going to do all of our plugs. Uh, you probably feel really great to hear our voices again one more time this week. Um, but we felt like two nights of the debate, Let's do two nights of coverage. You know, we got a lot to talk about. We well, got there's just so much about. going on. It just meets so too much going too... on. Yeah. The world is crazy. It's so crazy. And everybody in it is crazy. We just live in like a... I feel like I'm dreaming. Like I'm going to no, wake it's up like and it's just an crazy. Episode, it's an episode of the Twilight Zone. It's just or... nuts. It's just nuts. Everybody is nuts. Everything is nuts. It's crazy. Anyways. So, you can follow us on Twitter at Vegan Wing. I've been very... Uh, very vocal. Is it vocal? I've been very typey. Typey? Uh, I don't know. On, <laughs> tweety. On the, I've been very tweety on Twitter these last couple of days. Tweeting my opinion and my thoughts, my feelings, my feels about the debate. So I've been liking a lot of tweets, retweeting a lot of tweets. So go on there and check it out. At yeah. Vegan Wing. It's a great Twitter. It's the mo- most wonderful Twitter on earth. Um, <laughs> Also, you can email the show, rwvegan at gmail.com. You might be emailing the show. I'm kind of convinced that Gmail's not working, but maybe it is. I don't know. Um, so maybe you have, and you're like, well, I haven't just talked about my email. Well, that's why, because Gmail's not telling me if you have. Sorry. I- I've got to figure it out. Um, also, you can go to our website. It's rwvegan.com. It's a beautiful, wonderful website where you can find our latest episodes along with some other stuff. And we'll probably put some other stuff up there. So just a bunch of stuff on a website. It's still more exciting than any debate. Um, is that it? Is that all the plugs? Did yeah, I get I everything? Yeah. I got everything. I'm always really bad at the plugs. I hate doing the plugs. It's just three things. I'm going to have you start doing the plugs. Twitter, email, nah, we need website. You, we need you to start doing the plugs. Because I suck. I suck at the plugs. I'm terrible. I, I just, for some reason, I just hate doing the freaking plugs. So I do another show and I make the other person do the plugs because I can't stand it. I don't even give them a choice. I'm just like, all right, you take us away with the plugs. I'm like, I don't even bother with it. I, well, I see, always but, forget something. But I'm you, never, I'm not you set it. it all up. So I don't, I didn't even know the first few episodes what it was. So. I did. I did set it all up. So I built the website. I did the Twitter. I'm just such a working man, hardworking blue collar boy right here. Oh, you sure are. The common man. 
just like Dusty Rhodes. That's why you should listen to me. I'm the common man. I'm a son of a plumber. <laughs> son of a plumber. Um, I'm not son of a plumber. You're not at all. I'm working hard with these hands, hands of steel. I got those callus on my hands from lifting, lifting stuff, lifting rocks. Whatever, all whatever, right, all whatever, right. Settle down. Whatever people who actually work do. Um, I work in IT, so I don't, I don't really work. Um, I do a lot of theoretical work. So anyways, that's that's that. That's the plugs. Got that crap out of the way. So I want to talk first before we get into the debates. I always do story time. Ooh, what's our story for today? So my story for today, we're actually going to tip onto the vegan side of this podcast for a second. Okay, I don't really talk about my veganism too much, my plant-based-ism too much. But I want to talk about it today because I, okay, so here's a vegan prop. Okay, this is a vegan prob, a problem. This is a vegan probs, okay? And this is the life of a plant-based boy, a soy boy. No, we remembered, or uh, I can't even talk. I'm not a soy boy. You're not a soy boy. Because I'm big and strong, so I'm not a soy boy like Cory Booker, who's who's weak and frail and potato head. Um, Man, you are on fire today. He's just, his big (laughs) eyes scare the hell out of me. I had nightmares last night about Cory Booker just staring at me. He does. With those big eyes just staring. Him and Marion Williamson could have a staring competition and it would last for days. He's he's so ready to tell me about my white privilege and my racism. Um, Anyways, so why'd you elbow me? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Anyways, stop pushing me along. (laughs) The best part of these podcasts is this. No one wants to hear us talk about what Ben Shapiro already talked about earlier today. Anyways. It's more of just like so, a reaction. I don't know why I did that. Yeah. Why don't you back off? Okay. <laughs> me too. Get the, get I'll, the hell I'll away scoot, from me. scoot away from you. Yeah, please. All right. Anyway, so give me my space. I need my safe space and you're crowding it. All right. So, so, to, uh, so I, like my job, I'm going to give a little background. Okay. So my job is going through a transition. And part of the transition requires me to order lunch like every freaking day. Okay, we have these meetings and part of like, I don't even know if it's a department policy or if it's just like my policy that I institute on myself. But, um, is, you know, if I schedule a meeting at noon, all right, I got to order lunch, right? Because that's just nice. This is nice to do. Like no one should have to sit in a conference room with my ugly face for an hour at noon. It's just rude. So in order to accommodate, in order to make my peeps feel good about being stuck in a room with me, um, I buy them lunch. Well, the company buys them lunch and I use my card and it's a big stress. It's actually the, my least favorite part of my job. Well, one of is ordering lunch. I freaking hate it, man. It's like everybody's picky and everybody has an opinion and it's just annoying. It's just so annoying. And I get it. I get it. Cause I'm a vegan. So I'm picky. So picky that I annoy myself. This is my story. So since I've been ordering these lunches, I've realized how big in a pain in the butt I am to everybody because I can't find vegan options like like there's like two. I have like two choices, okay? I can get a pizza that's terrible for you from Donato's that's got like day – no, I get no cheese. They don't yeah, even have no the cheese. day of cheese. But they have a vegan but crust. But it's like ve- veggies and they got a vegan crust. Or I can get Panera or – what was the other one? Something else with no cheese on my sandwich and that's it that's like what i can get and it's like those three things so everybody gets like pizza all the time or they get panera but it's just such a pain in the butt so my vegan prob is like dude how annoying is it to be plant-based to be a vegan in these meetings and have to like and, and like any occasion really like any work occasion any uh family gathering you're always the nuisance you're always the annoying one 
Yeah, and it's, like, for where I work, I work downtown, but I'm not, like, close to a whole bunch of things. So, my only vegan option around my work is Chipotle. That's it. There's nothing else around me that I can get. And even the work, my work cafeteria, nothing other than, I mean, I could get a salad if I wanted and put some random veggies on there. But that's it. There's nothing that I can do. There's nothing that'll come and deliver to me. Nothing. It's tough. (laughs) It's hard out there for us vegs. It's hard out there for us uh, plant-based people sometimes. But mostly because, like, I have this weird thing about me. And I've always had it. Where don't I like just, to stand out. I don't. I don't like to be the annoying one. It's like I'm cognizant enough to know when I'm being the annoying one. And I don't want to be that. Like, that's the last thing I want to be. Because annoying people annoy me. Like, so I know how grating I probably am on people. And it's just, like, annoying. So I, I choose not to be 99% of the time. And, like, if our department's doing a lunch, I just won't say anything and I'll bring my food. But yeah. that's almost even worse because then people look at me like I'm some sort of freak because I'm eating a packed lunch when everybody else is eating, like, hoggies. So everybody will be like, why are you eating a packed lunch, Scott? You think you're better than everybody with your health food? And I'm like, okay, look, I can't freaking win here, all right? You're either going to think I'm snooty because I email you and tell you to order me something different. Or you're going to think I'm snooty because I pack my lentils. Like, either way, I'm, like, the freak. And it just, that's what I don't like. I don't like being the freak. I I get it. I get that at work, too. So, I totally understand. Yeah, it's just like, you know, it's just one of those things. So, I felt like maybe that was a good topic of conversation to kick our show off. Because we got a lot of dark dark spirits ahead of us. Oh, channeling your Marianne Williamson. Yeah, we got got some dark energy uh, coming in this podcast. And I wanted to start off with something a little lighthearted. Um, I also just like, is it okay? Here's another thing. So I'm going to get us off on another tangent. Oh no. We're, what are we doing? So like you and I are cognizant of the news. Yeah. We watch the news and we watch, uh, you know, these debates. I'm the only person I know, by the way, like physically in the real world now that's, that watched all three hours of the debate last night. Same here. (laughs) No one else I know watched it. Uh, so I did that. You're welcome. Um, but Why do you keep hitting me? I'm sorry. Dude. I just keep moving around. I'm sorry. You need to stop. I'm just real. Seriously, stop. I'm fidgety. Yeah, quit. Because I think you're like trying to get my attention and I'm like not doing anything bad. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you taking the quiz? No, I'm not taking the quiz. I took the quiz the other day down there at work. Um, Oh, okay. So it's like you have to get, if you get 999 points, this is not that good radio. Anyways, um, so... (laughs) Here's another thing. Okay, so we know, like, the world kind of is crazy right now. But is it just me or, like, are drivers crazier than ever now? Drivers are. I, okay, so, because I was following you into work this morning because we were both running a yeah, little late. Yeah, okay. But people were just, like, weaving. Dude. And, what? No, keep talking. Oh, people were just, like, weaving in and out and, like, flying up on you. It was just, it was Dude, it's super I annoying. I was getting... So not okay, not on the way to work because that was annoying, but I was like in my zone because on the way to work, it's never as bad because I'm just like, I don't care if I get (laughs) there on time. Yeah. So I'm like, but on the way home, I want to get the hell out of there and get the hell home as quick as I possibly can. Agreed. But not even like just that. Like, so I'm in the left lane. Okay. And this is an Ohio thing where people will like, I don't know if it happens in every state, but I've heard it's an Ohio thing where people will get over to the left lane when there's no traffic in the right lane and then they'll go like 20 miles an hour. And you're just like, why the hell are you in the left lane, you dummy? Get over into the right lane. Like yes. the left lane is the passing lane. 
and that's what I'm trying to do. But you idiot are in the left lane. Well, it's like, like they are anticipating passing someone two miles ahead of them, but they're going five miles an hour slower than you are, and they're sometimes, just creeping along. Sometimes I don't even think it's that. Like, no, it's that just like just get over so I can pass. It's just so freaking annoying. Anyway, so I'm on the way home from work, and of course the left lane is all backed up. Okay. So I look over to the right lane and I realize the right lane is empty. And I'm like, why are all these people in the left lane? Like, I'm so frustrated about this, okay? Then everybody just hits their brakes. So I, I legitimately had to slam on my brakes because I was going to hit the guy in front of me because everybody just stopped. Like, they came to a cold oh, stop. Wow. Now, again, the right lane is empty. It is empty. Everybody in the left lane is just stopped. And I was afraid the car behind me was going to hit me. And I'm like, what in the hell is going on? So I do the little creep. You know the little creep when you like yeah, creep, creep over, over a little bit to the right? So I'm trying to see what's going on, and I can't. So I'm thinking in my head, do I shoot my shot here? Because I also hate the people that get over to the right lane to pass, because then they prevent the people from the left lane from getting the hell out of the way. Yes. And it's just chaos. It's just This is what happens when Democrats take it. It's just chaos. Like, follow the so, rules. So, like, I'm in line. And I'm just like, okay. So sure enough, we go, we move ahead, and here it is. Now I see why. There is a cop who has pulled somebody over. That's it. That's all it was. That's all it was. Why do people hit their brakes when they see cop cars? Yeah, because it's a slow down or move over law. It's not a do both. You're if you're already moved over moved into over. the left lane, you don't have to slow down. These people aren't slowing down. They're stopping. Yes, that drives me nuts. I don't get it. It's like, like, move over and keep driving. What are you stopping for? Also, you are going to cause an accident. You are a dummy. Yes. I, I just hate it. It's like, how did these people even get the licenses? That's what they I probably do. don't. because you get them when you're 16 and you never have to worry about it again. Well, no. I mean, half the people on the road don't even have a driver's license. No, so right there's that. You're not inaccurate there. So or anyways, insurance. That's, that's my rant for the day. You know, just learn how to drive, get the hell out of my way, and, you know, stop oppressing my veganism. And we'll be good. I'm just kidding about that <laughs> second thing. So, all right. Maybe now's a good time to transition. Do you have any stories you want to tell before we get started talking about this nonsense? <laughs> Did you just sneeze? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, I'm sorry. I sneezed. Okay, well, that's your story. So, good. Th thanks for that news report, Kelly. We're, we're just... all up to date now on everything going on inside your nose. All right. I can't stop laughing. I'm yeah, sorry. Well, it's pretty funny. <laughs> anyways, so there's that for the day. Kelly sneeze. Um, anyways, uh, okay, was it last night that I said the debate came off like a wet fart? Uh, yeah. No, it wasn't no. last night. What did I say was a wet fart? I don't even remember. remember. I, okay, so. yeah, you compared something yeah, to a wet I know, fart. I know it, it wasn't last night, though. It was our something about... Was it the first Democratic debate? No, it was recent. It was I think it was our weekend update. Man, I'm, my, or, ear, my ear is right by your mouth and is like yelling in my ear. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, it's all right. I need to turn. Um, yeah, I... what? Okay, well, anyways, I compared something to a wet fart. Okay, I remember doing it. I don't remember yeah. what it was. Last night wasn't a wet fart. It wasn't, okay? It was a... A fart with purpose. Okay, a fart with purpose. And I say that because it it was like somebody intentionally farting. Like they tried and they got it. They did it. But and I say that because it was too damn long. Again, we get into the too damn long for these debates. It's just too long. It was three hours. It was too well, long. It was two. I think it was two and a half actually, but it felt like three. And uh, if you watched any of the pre-show, 
the pre-show. The pre-show. <laughs> it's like we're this watching is... a show before the oh game my starts. Gosh, it is. That's for the Super Bowl. But that's how they treat it. That's how they treat these things. Because for CNN, this is a game. Like they're not gonna get any better ratings than they're gonna get tonight. So it's like you gotta build it up. This is the this is their WrestleMania. It's their Super Bowl. It's the biggest thing they're gonna do all year. I mean, well, they had the video package for it again. They had so. the video package again. That was definitely something we noticed. I was actually in the kitchen and I heard the man's voice. I don't even know what he said. I, we're going to start adding audio to these podcasts at some point. But he said something like, 10 candidates tonight about to throw down in Detroit. City of cars or something. And the Democrats are cruising in. I, it was some crap, like some nonsense like that. Anyways, so I don't know. I don't really want to run this whole thing down. I really don't. So I'm not going to. I think what we're going to do, Kelly, is we'll just do some notes. We'll just have some conversation. A little well, conversation about it, but I'm not going to run the whole thing. We're not going to do play by play. No, I mean it's, it's too it. weird to it's do not, play by play. It's not on worth it. it. Okay, so this is what happened. All right. So the the theme of this debate was everybody versus Joe. Poor Joe. It wasn't poor Joe because I think he I think he won this thing. No, he did. I felt so, bad for him that everyone was going after Joe, him. But Joe versus the world. Joe versus socialism because Joe took a different approach this time joe was a bit of a centrist he was well compared to them he was so old joe decided you know what i got i gotta separate myself from these buffoons i I gotta act like a candidate and he sort of did he had his moments where he acted like your grandpa and we'll talk about some of those but this was joe biden versus the two the people the people on his right the people on his left and he was taking shots and fighting back and it was old joe but uh, the debate kicked off with a very interesting thing that's got a little bit of controversy, Kelly, so I want to talk about this. Cause, okay. Because there's, of course, people are on the internet, you know, doing their internet things, whining and moaning and crying and complaining about everything. Um, but J- at the beginning of the debate, Joe came out, and then Kamala came out, and he said, uh, he shook her hand, and he said, take it easy on my kid. <laughs> and he said that. And then they picked it up. I, I heard the audio, like, I heard the mic pick it up, and I just thought, no, oh, that's funny. Like, he's just being, you know, just Yeah, he's just aloof. being funny. He's Big your grandpa, goofy. you know. Um, but he uh, he he started with that, and that I, then immediately afterwards, because I was on Twitter the whole night, I was live tweeting, I saw, like, there was a news article that was, like, some controversy about the beginning of the debate. And I'm like, why? What, because he called her kid? I think. I think that was part of it. I think some people are offended by that. And I'm just like, give me a break, you freaking lunatics, you freaking crazies. Give me a break. Settle down. Like, geez, he's just an old man. You know what? To her, to him, she is a kid because he's like 176 years old. Yeah, she could be his kid. Yeah. So, well, I don't think so. But, well, no, but in know, theory. Sure. So that happened, and that was like how we kicked it off. And uh, who tripped? Somebody tripped on their way out. Was no, it that, that was Marion Williamson on the first night. That was Marion on the first <laughs> yeah, night. Yeah, she okay. like came out and stumbled. Okay, 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 okay. So, anyways, they spent, I swear they spent like the first four. Okay, so the debate was two and a half hours. It felt like seven hours. And they spent the first four of those seven hours talking about health care. I mean, it was like just on and on and on on about healthcare. Yeah. My plan. My plan. My plan. And it's like I wanted to say B, you don't even have a plan. Like none of you have a plan. Y'all don't have a plan. And uh Kamala Harris got hit pretty hard because she's been like wishy-washy old waffly on this back and forth, you know, will illegals be covered, won't they? 
you know, am I going to force people to, to lose their plan? And um, she said something along the lines of like, um, uh, you know, obviously these people haven't read my plan. And I'm thinking, because you don't have a plan. No one's read your plan because you ain't got a plan. There ain't nothing to read. Nobody's going to read a bunch of blank pages because that's what your plan is. So I noticed that. And Joe hit her. He hit her. He hit her on that. Good for Joe. Um, I don't know. It's just so boring. Like just listening to these people talk about health care. And I'm just like, shut up. Half of you people probably took money from the pharmaceutical companies. Oh, yeah. And you all up here babbling about health care for two just Wait, Cory Booker did. Long. He took a lot of money from Big Pharma. Yeah, he did. He Cory Booker. So it was a lot of stumbling and bumbling too throughout. Well, they were getting they were getting flustered. Some of them were getting and then nervous. losing it because they, they were they couldn't just focus on what they wanted to do. They, they were getting challenged. Yeah, they, they didn't were, like it. They were getting challenged. Joe was definitely more aggressive this time, and he needed to. He needed to defend himself because Kamala hit him. But I'm, I'm here to tell you right now, Kamala had the worst night of anybody ever. Not ever, but she, man. Yeah, bad night. What a bad night Kamala Harris had. So she stumbled when she was doing her, um, when she was doing her opening. And she said something like, um, I'm going to make the case for why Trump should get four more years or something along those lines. And then she fixed herself at the end and she said, wow, we're going to beat him. We're going to stop him. And I'm like, oh, snap, a little Freudian slip. And so she starts the night off like that, okay? She tries to attack, but she comes off as just very unlikable to me. Like, anytime she opens her mouth, it just sounds so rehearsed and so fake and so dumb. Pretty much just like Elizabeth Warren did the night before, where everything's just a quote or a quip, you know, whatever. Yeah, she's um, very, very standoffish. But but one thing that they all did, they all went after, and this was so interesting to me, okay? I... They all went after Barack Obama. Yeah. Like a lot. Like they were hitting Obama pretty freaking hard. More yeah. than they were hitting Trump. Yeah, because Cory Booker said something to Joe Biden about how he was leaning or holding well, actually, on to Barack so like too much. Actually, exactly Cory Booker had a good line. That was like the one good point Cory Booker made all night was when he was like, listen, Joe, you can't have it both ways. You know, you can't sit here and say that you were, uh, you know, you can't take, you know, tout Obama, Obama, Obama on the good stuff and then say, whoa, I was I separated from the president on this issue on the bad stuff. You know, you can't claim allegiance to Obama on one hand and then try and step away from it whenever somebody says something, you know, well, but you negative can, about though. Obama. You can, you though, because you can support someone in some ideas and you can be against them and others. Yeah, but you can't do it when it's convenient to you. Oh, like, yeah, okay. all of a sudden, Joe says, well, you know, in every issue that the Democrats care about, I support, I worked with Obama. Obama was my best friend. We hugged, we hugged it out. We loved each other. And then on the issues Democrats don't like, you can't go, well, you know, it's just convenient that everything you guys don't like, I actually disagreed with the president on. So I don't know why he did it. No, I told yeah. him not to, but he did it. You can't do that. Like, yeah, that's, that's obviously true. not true. And everybody knows it. Um... I'm trying to think, do I want to run it down candidate by candidate? I think I do. I think it's easier that way because it was like everyone against Joe, everyone against Kamala. You keep calling her Kamala. Whatever. And I feel like Is it Kamala? Say that's racist. Um, she's not a character from The Lion King. Uh, it's Kamala. Kamala. Like you're saying caramel, but with an accent, like yes. a New York accent. Ka- 
Pommel. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> um, all right, so let's start with uh, let's let's we're gonna we're not gonna talk about everybody because some of these people don't matter at all. Like like not even at all. Okay, that Bennett. He, who cares? Okay, never even heard of him. Nope. Um, Inslee. Whatever, that guy's a freaking nut. He was out there saying all kinds of stupid crap, talking about global warming and how the, the earth is going to end and we need to, we, we are to blame, blaming America for it, like a like a freaking dummy. And um, when really China burns more carbon, you know, it's just so stupid. Anyways, what an idiot. You know, listen, America's not going to solve this problem by ourselves. So no matter what legislation we pass, it doesn't matter if we don't get other countries on board with us, okay? Yeah. So let's just stop right there. Also, science not necessarily, you know, can prove that it's carbon emissions that cause global warming. There's science for and science against. So let's just back up a little bit all right and they're out here the world's gonna end in 12 years if we don't deal with the climate problem blah 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 whatever okay shut up so Inslee, who cares get him out get him out of here okay yang but there are a couple other <laughs> well actually there are a couple others there are a couple of the scrubs i want to talk about and one of those is uh, bill de blasio bill de blasio is in fact the most hated man in america Yes. He is very hated amongst his constituency in New York. Very hated, okay? The right people hate him because he's like the worst of the worst, just a dirtball. And the left hate him because he's like, even though he's literally the farthest left person on that stage, the craziest of the crazy, just a freaking dum-dum, the left don't think he's dumb enough. So they hate him for that, right? They want him to throw all the cops away and get, you know, just whatever. So everybody hates Bill de Blasio. Well, he's up there just hit, trying, trying as hard as he can to make himself relevant by attacking Joe Biden just over and over and over again. And he had this line that was just like the stupidest thing. He's like, you bet your ass I'm going to tax the hell out of the wealthy, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, dude, you sound so stupid right yeah, now. Yeah, he did. Like, don't brag that you're going to tax people. What like, what is wrong with you? That's just what people want to hear. Like, yeah. oh, vote for this guy. He's going to tax you until you're poor. Yeah. Hey, cor- hey, donors. Hey, people. I need to give me money. You should give me some money because I'm I'm going to tax you real hard. I'm yeah. Or you, you might want to just hang on to that money because you're going to need it when you run out. You Bill De Blasio is such a scumbag. Anyways, we're going to move on because he's a he's a dip. Uh, he. We're going to talk about. Uh, let's talk about Gillibrand. This woman, okay. Wait, which was which? Which is that one? What do you mean? Which one's that one? I always get them confused. I don't know her how and... you get them confused. No, because her last she's, names are similar. She's got. She had the dress. The pink dress. Okay, yes. gotcha. Anyways, so she, she's up there, and every question she gets asked, she has a freaking story. Every single time, she's got a little anecdote that she wants to tell you, and you can tell all the. And Elizabeth Warren tried to do it too a little bit when she was talking about her sick friend from Ohio or West Virginia or wherever, and man, she has met. Gildebrandt has met a sick person or a sad person or a hurt person in every state in the country. Every question she gets asked, what do you think of immigration? She's like, well, you know, my grandmom's mom was an immigrant once and she came over to this country and she used to sit me down and she used to say, you know, girls are strong. So, you know, I'm just strong. It's just like the dumbest anecdotes. And I'm like, listen, shut up. First of all, we know you made these up. These aren't true, and we know they're not true because they sound so scripted and fake. But not only that, just like, Kelly, have you, and I know you have because I know we've met the same one. Have you ever just met someone who has a freaking story about everything? 
Yes, it's super Everything. annoying. No matter what topic you bring up, this person is an expert on that topic and knows eight people who either do or have done that topic or they do it themselves. Yes. I know a few. It is super annoying. Super annoying. Okay. They're almost as bad as the people who like, who like adopt culture in a weird way. So like, for instance, I know someone in my life who lived in England for like six minutes. Okay. For like six days, they basically went on vacation there and now they're British. Like they're literally think they're British. Like they celebrate British things. They just like, they think that that's who they are and everybody laughs at them. They have like pictures or like they used to. Um, and everybody just laughs at them. Like, dude, you were there for like six minutes. You're not British dummy. Okay. And I had a friend in high school who found out that he had like, um, like the tiniest bit of like, uh, Irish in him. So all of a sudden he was like super Irish, right? Like just <laughs> super, I love Ireland. I'm all just like Elizabeth Warren, right? You find out you got one, two thousandth of something in you. And all of a sudden you're trying to apply for government grants. It's like that. Like, it's just so annoying. And that's what, for some reason, that's what, uh, Gildebrandt reminds me of. It's just that person who you're like, oh, you know, I, uh, I used to watch the show Saved by the Bell and they're like, oh, Saved by the Bell. I used to watch Saved by the Bell all the time. I know Saved by the Bell, like the back of my hand. I, I could quote every episode. Okay. And my cousin. She was in Saved by the Bell. That's who she reminds me of. It's yeah, like and those people. It was funny because anytime a question was asked to her, she would just kind of smile and chuckle a little bit and she'd pause like she was trying to rack her brain for, for a story that she could try to connect to the question. It was really funny. Like she was like fumbling, but like trying to spin her wheels as fast as she could. Well, she also had a real dirt worse night. She had a real bad night. She tried to hit Joe Biden with... Um, Something with uh, it, women working outside the home. That's what it was. Yeah. And for some reason, this like Joe just blew this up in her face because she mentioned something like, well, I'm, you know, you don't know what it's like to be a single parent or something. Well, no, like it was that. a she said, oh, shoot, I just had it and lost it. That women working outside the home destroyed families is what she said he had stated previously but it's not true no it's not and joe brings up how his wife passed away and he was raising his kids by himself for a while and every woman in his family's been working and all this stuff and like he just made her look stupid just so stupid i mean she did a good job of that herself with her anecdotes and her idiocy but he just made her look and that's not even the dumbest thing that she said it's not even the dumbest thing that she said all night the dumbest thing that she said and possibly the dumbest thing that any candidate has said this whole election cycle. She may, may and you got to remember Julian Castro, that idiot. He said that men could have babies. And I think this is dumber. Oh, wow. So she said that she would appeal to suburban women. Okay. That her plan for getting those suburban women to, to vote for her, the ones that voted for Trump was to sit them down and talk to them about how privileged they are because they're white. That was her plan. Huh. That was her plan. And then she goes on further. That wasn't enough. It wasn't enough to say, listen, hey, 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 Julie. Julie in Ohio, who I'm surprised she doesn't know. Julie, I, j I just, look, I know you voted for Trump, okay? And I want to win you back. I want a chance to win your vote back. So why don't you sit down? And I, a wealthy white woman, am going to talk to you about how privileged you are. I'm going to lecture you about it. Yeah, that'll win them over. You know, yeah, good luck with that'll that. That'll win them over. Because Trump women love that crap, okay? Trump voters love to hear how privileged they are because of the color of their skin. We love that. Love it. 
And one of the things I can't stand is you have all these people on stage. Not a damn one of them has less than $100,000 in their bank account. And they're all telling you how privileged you are. That's disgusting to me. Okay. Yeah, it is. It's 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 terrible. And Cory Booker's been wealthy his entire life. So Born him, into privilege. So him referencing his community is BS, okay? You don't earn yourself away into the poor community because you're black, dude. You don't, okay? You're a wealthy black guy. You're wealthy. That's your community, okay? Your community are the people standing on stage with you. That's yes. your community. Yes. All right, so anyways, back to Gillibrand's idiocy. So not only does she say that, she goes on further and says, you know, whiteness is an armor. It's like armor. If you get shot, she didn't say this exactly, but this is this is basically what she said, honestly. She said, if you get shot and you're white, your white privilege is armor. It's going to bounce right off of you because you're white and probably <laughs> hit some black kid walking down the street, you know, 10 miles away. Yeah, I mean, that is basically what she said. She said that if, like, a black kid were to go up to a house because their car broke down, that they were far more likely to get shot by the homeowners than if that kid was white. Yeah, she basically said the only thing that would stop a white kid from walking around at night in a hoodie is his white privilege. Yeah. That's what she said. Yeah. Something like that. And here's another thing that's going to stop that white kid from getting shot if he's walking around in a hoodie at 10 p.m. I don't know. Following the freaking law. That's that's pretty good armor. You know, if you follow the law, it's weird how this works. OK, this is so weird. And I, man, what, what an anomaly. But if you follow the law, you kind of don't run into these problems. You know what? I think you're on to something. I think I'm on to something. I think I, I think I'm on to something. Maybe I need to fund a study. To maybe I'll go talk to to, uh, to some liberal professors, and we can we can get a study funded, and we can look into this because I think I'm onto something here. I really think that if you follow the law and you don't instigate and you don't bash people's heads into curbs or rob people, you tend to not get shot by police officers. Yeah, it's just weird, isn't it? Yeah, hmm. I, I like your uh, thesis here. It's interesting. You know, I'm going to say something real radical here. Okay. And please don't shut me down, iTunes. Please don't please don't shut our website down. Please don't get me taken off the air for saying this, because this is so radical. Okay? I am on pins and needles. It's pins and needles. I'm starting to think that these kids weren't shot because they're black. I'm starting to think these kids were shot because they broke the effing law. Oh my gosh, wait a minute. Whoa. Whoa. Hold on, hold on. Let me just I should probably edit that out. I'm sorry, I apologize. How dare I say that some little criminal is breaking the law? Oh my gosh, I apologize. Apologize for that. The left wants to decriminalize gosh, everything, by the way. Scott. By the way, you know, it's funny. One of the big arguments, I keep going from place to place to place, but I keep thinking of things. The funny thing is they kept saying last night, like one of them, I swear it was Bill de Blasio's stupid face, but one of them said, you know, yes, is, is crossing the border illegal? Yes, it is. Okay. But now these people are living next door to you. They're, they're working, they're working people. We don't need to, we shouldn't throw these people out or prosecute them. Well, here's a newsflash for you. You dip s. Here, <laughs> here's, here's a newsflash for you. Okay. People who rob people and people who murder, Sometimes they have jobs and they live next to you. Should we not prosecute them either? Should we just not prosecute any crime? Should we just decriminalize everything? Yeah. I mean, I know in New York there's so much crime now. It's You probably feel that way, de Blasio. But, you know, maybe we should just decriminalize things. Maybe we should just throw gallons of water on police officers like, like your constituents do, de Blasio. Can't even keep your people in line. Give me a freaking break. 
Anyways, so yeah, Gildebrand's the worst. She's an idiot. And thank God she's probably done. She's probably out of the race. Yeah. So she's an irrelevant that I wanted to talk about because she just said some really stupid things. Okay. Julian Castro is also irrelevant. And he said some stupid things too. He contradicts himself in one thing he says where he talks about how open borders is a Republican talking point. And then literally two minutes later, he goes into how he wants to open the effing border. So I just think it's hilarious. There's another... Well, and it's like the Republicans don't want to open the border. They want to close the border. No, what he's saying is... He's saying that Republicans say that, but it's not true. Like, that's just something they say because it gets crowds rallied, riled up. Oh, okay, okay. But the fact is, it is freaking true. That's what they want to do. They yeah. want to open the border. He said he wants to decriminalize it. Elizabeth Warren said she wants to decriminalize it. Bernie said he wants to. Well, actually, Bernie didn't. Bernie kind of did. And then in a weird way, he was like, well, we'll have better border security. It was like weird. Yeah. But um, he totally contradicted himself there. And here's the other thing. Asking you questions about things is not Republican policy or Republican talking points, you stupid idiot. Asking you questions is what the moderators are supposed to be doing. They're supposed to be asking you questions about your freaking policies and the things you're talking about. You can't just go up there and say, well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, I'm going to every Thursday, I'm going to make it rain, literally rain candy. That's what I'm going to do because people are hungry. And they need candy and they like sugar. So I'm going to make it rain candy. And then when a moderator goes, well, listen, that's that's not real. You can't do that. How are you going to do that? You can't go, that's, God, c- come on. That's a, that's a Republican talking point right there, okay? You know, what I'm trying to do is make America f- eat candy again. And it's like that is... That- so, so, so basically asking people to back up what they're saying is Republican. That's how it was. That's what they said last night. So anytime they were they were questioned or prodded further for more explanation, yeah, it automatically became a Republican. That's talking what they point. said. So okay, the other people I don't really want to talk about them too much. I do want to talk about Cory Booker, okay, because Cory, oh scary eyes, Cory Booker. Man, his yeah. facial expressions. He's just he's such a. <laughs> he was so angry. He's out of it too. Like he's really irrelevant too. Like he'll find himself in these debates, but he has no chance of winning, like at all, like none, like. Almost zero. I don't know what he's polling at, but you could convince me it's zero. Um, He has no chance. So he's up there. He's doing his thing, blaming America for everything, talking about how racist everybody is. He he did, but the one thing he said that I want to talk about, he he was like bashing CNN for asking, what was it? Oh, he kept saying, uh, you know, I I don't know why, uh, you know, everybody's up here trying to, to put Democrats against Democrats. And I'm like, that's what a debate is. Have you never watched a debate before? Yeah, it's one person against another, well, against nine others. Did you not know what you were getting into when you got on stage? Yeah. What, did, what did you think this was? That's Democrats my question. debating Democrats. I don't understand why we're all up here arguing with each other. What are we doing? Wait, did they? Did, did he think that the moderators were just going to be like, hey, Corey, what do you think about this? And Corey give his response, well, and then they just move on to the next question? To be fair, there was one moderator who was kind of doing that. Well, yeah, they would like ask one question to one person, and then a completely different question to somebody else. What do you think about Trump's racism? And then they'd be like, oh, well, you know, I don't know, uh, something, something, something. And then he'd go, well, you know, but he is racist, right? Like, we can all agree that Trump's racist, right? What a, what a racist guy. Th- what a joke. Don Lemon, what a piece of junk. Anyways, um, so that's those are all the nonsense people. Okay, Tulsi Gabbard is kind of a nonsense candidate, but Tulsi Gabbard had the moment of the night. 
She did. Um, so we're going to talk about Kamala Harris because these two are intertwined together. Okay, Kamala came into this debate kind of with a lot of momentum. People thought, you know, Kamala did really well in her first debate. She hit Joe really hard on busing, which they freaking brought up again tonight as if who cares? Anyways, so she brings up busing again tonight and Joe got her tonight because Joe was like, hey, you have some of the most privileged schools in your district and I don't see black people going to those schools. So he hit her. He hit her. Back. Oh, yeah, he, he did. hit her back. Good. This He was ready this time. But he did his research. Kamala Harris is no longer a serious candidate. No, she's not. And that's amazing because she going into this debate had the most momentum probably out of anybody. And she was annihilated. She was annihilated so bad so badly that i thought oh i'm sorry we really need two mics okay i'm sorry but she looked like she was on the verge of tears at some point so like she was just so frustrated that she looked like she was just gonna throw her hands up in the air and walk off stage well i think she knew she got got you know i think that's what it is i think she knew she got got and there's no nothing she can do to come back from it and it was amazing because it was literally like snipe. Like she just, here's what happened. Kamala kept going after Biden. She kept going after Biden, going after Biden, going after Biden, Biden. Well, finally Tulsi Gabbard comes in from behind and just snipes her, just takes her out, man. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. It made me want to give Tulsi Gabbard a million dollars, even though I don't agree with Tulsi Gabbard either. It just was so beautiful that, oh my gosh, it was like, man, I really want to keep Tulsi around because if she's going to keep punching uh, freaking Kamala like this, you know, Kamala is completely all offense. She's all offense. So she's great at attacking and terrible at defending. You saw it multiple times last night. Like you said, she was getting flustered. You could see it. You could like visibly see that she was having a real hard time with this. Okay. So um, this is this is what uh, this is what was said. Okay. So Gabbard said that Senator Harris says she's proud of her record as a prosecutor and that she'll be a prosecutor president. But I'm deeply concerned about this record. There are too many examples to cite. But she put over 1,500 people in jail for marijuana violations and then laughed about it when she was asked if she ever smoked marijuana. She blocked evidence that would have freed an innocent man from death row until the courts forced her to do so. She kept people in prison beyond their sentences to use them as cheap labor for the state of California. And she had no response to this. None. She got annihilated. She did. It was like Tulsi should have just dropped the mic and walked off stage because she couldn't have done any better than she did right there. Political assassination just annihilated her. Annihilated. She had no response to this. None. None. Yeah. None. She had such a bad night. Such a bad. The worst night of anybody. She is by far the biggest loser in this debate because she had a chance. She was sneaking up there. And now no chance she's done gone she's done she's out of it i think she's completely out of it like time will tell but i think in my estimation she's out of it and after the debates uh she was doing a uh an interview with anderson cooper and anderson cooper kind of asked her about the incident and asked her about tulsi gabbard and what she thinks of her or something and of course even digging herself deeper into a hole Harris goes in to be like, I don't know, you know, Tulsi Gabbard's what, pulling at like 2%? Who is this person? Like, you know. She's trying to play I'm, it she, off. Yeah, it's like, oh, it was nothing. She said, I'm a top-tier candidate. And people, you know, people are going to come after the top-tier candidates. I'm thinking, you idiot. 
How do you not know how to handle yourself with grace, you dummy? You literally just bragged about how great you are, and now everybody's going to hate you. You sound like the smuggest jerk ever. Like, she did not do herself any more favors. She absolutely is gone. She's out of the race. She's done. Yeah. She's done. And that's because she has no policy. She has no substance. She's just talking points. That's all she is. So she was rocked. So I'm going to ask. I'm sure there's a lot more we could talk about. I know there were a lot of other things. Yang, the Yang gang. Oddly enough, Yang has, like, a lot of followers. Well, he only has a lot of followers because his platform is to give every American a $1,000 a month. People actually like him, though. Like, it's weird. No, they like him for the money. I think some people (laughs) like him for the money, but other people, like, like him. Like, they like that he doesn't wear a tie. They like that he's kind of laid back. They like that he's got some business acumen. Like, people like him. So, he's got, I mean, he was trending all night on Twitter. He he didn't say a damn word, but he he was trending on Twitter all night. Like, all night, the whole night. I just kept seeing the Yang Gang. That's funny. That is a cool thing, the Yang Gang. I was thinking what mine would be. I was like in the bathroom at work. I was washing my hands. <laughs> what? I don't know. It's like weird when thoughts come in my mind. But I was like washing my hands in the bathroom. And I was thinking, what would my... Because I was thinking of Yang Gang. I don't know why. Yang Wang. Maybe that's why. And uh, I was just like, what would my thing be? And I don't know. Like, I don't know. Maybe Carson Crew. I was thinking that. Carson Crew? Yeah, the Carson Crew. Oh, that was kind of cool. You don't like it. The the Carson click. I thought that was cool. You don't like that <laughs> one either. I was thinking that, like, you know, oh, I'm in the Carson click. Or the Carson crew. What else could I use? It has to be, know. it has to be CC. I don't know. I can't say the Carson team. Yeah. It's a group of realtors. I can't yeah, say Yeah, that the, is true. I can't yeah. say, you know, the Carson people. Like, that's lame. It yeah, has to be, like, is. Carson crew or Carson click. Yeah, it has to be something. Yeah, I don't know. That would, that's a tif- or a difficult one. Yeah, but anyway, I was thinking about that. Yang Gang had me thinking about that. So look, t- unfortunately, Tulsi Gabbard also, is, you know, she said some dumb things too, and it's it's unfortunate because if she, like, she has like one or two stances, and then like she's like, kind of sounds like a sane person, and I think actually, honest honest to goodness, I think that if she were like a little more popular and could actually get the nomination, she would give Trump a real run for his money. I think he'd have a hard time with Tulsi. Yeah, I think so too. Because she's military and she's just different. She's different than the other candidates. She comes off different. Um, So I don't know how much more we want to get into this, but I do want to know who you think won. Hmm. I had like a million things written down to talk about too. But what's funny is I'm just like, no... That's, that's who do you, fine. Who do we you did have enough. as a as a winner? Well, by, by, I know I know who my losers are. Yeah, the losers are clearly Kamala Harris, um, the American people. Uh, those are the losers again. Uh, Kamala really got annihilated. Uh, the winner tonight. There were there were two winners tonight. Joe. Uh, Joe Biden was by far the biggest winner on the stage tonight because all he needs to do is play defense. He's leading by a lot, like a lot of percentage points, and he just needs to play defense throughout this whole process. He, if he can survive, he's going to be the nominee. And he's their best shot. So for the Democrats, you believe me, you want him to be your nominee. Um, but uh, the Trump people don't. And the Trump people are going to get behind Marianne Williamson because she's a crazy person. And they want to see her on stage more because she's a crazy person. And um, so they're going to they're gonna donate some money to her. Uh, I w- honestly, I think Tulsi Gabbard's stock is going to go up a little bit from this debate. Yeah, I think she did um, well. I'm trying to think. I don't think anybody else of importance tonight. I think Joe Biden was the clear winner and Elizabeth Warren was the winner. 
because she really needed Kamala Harris to get kind of knocked down a peg or two, and it did. So Elizabeth Warren now can really solidify that that second place spot, and we can, we're, you know, I think my my prediction, and I'll ask you what yours is going forward, but I think it's going to be Biden and Warren at some point. It's just going to be the two of them. Then Obama's going to swoop in and back Biden when he realizes that Warren is can't win. She's just not a serious candidate. And because uh, Trump versus Warren, Trump wins in a landslide. Yeah. Uh, Trump versus Biden, that's a little closer. So he'll back Biden. Biden will win every state that's not California or New York or Oregon or Colorado. And uh, Biden will win the nomination. And it's going to be Trump and Biden. And Biden might pick Gabbard as his vice president or something like that. Because I think she's really angling for that spot. Yeah, I think so. So he'll pick Gabbard or whatever. And we'll be off to the race. Um, I will say Biden, he did win. But he had a really critically poor moment. Um, And it's when they were talking about fossil fuel, coal, um, and fracking. And basically Biden said that he would get rid of all of it. In 10 years, he's going to have all of it's going to be gone. And that is a huge mistake because that hurt Clinton big time during the last election cycle. And him saying that, you better believe the Republicans snipped that little bit and they're going to use that when Biden wins. And they're going to show that to people in Pennsylvania, people in Ohio, people in Michigan, people in those states. And they're going to say, listen, this guy wants to kill your industry. This guy wants to take all your jobs away. Okay. They're going to do that. And it's going to hurt him. Yeah, it'll hurt him a lot. It's going to hurt him. So he shouldn't have said that. It was a mistake. That was a gaffe. Anyways, what do you see going forward here? I don't know. I kind of like your analysis here. You're you're pretty good at um, seeing how things will play out. I did predict Trump was going to win a long time before anybody else did. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, not bragging. I just, I really legitimately did. No, yeah. Like, as soon as he announced that he was going to run, that's what you immediately said. Well, it said, was a little oh. bit after that. And it was when I realized he was coming off as, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin and that was his plan. No one else realized that because no one else watches wrestling, but I do. So I picked up on that, that. That He's playing a character, and he's really... Well, he's a wrestling man. He's a wrestling man, and I knew that was going to... So I said, you know, controversy creates cash. This dude's going to win. This yep. dude's going to win. And sure enough... He did. He won. Rhetoric gets you a long way. We're learning that. If we're learning anything in the last two election cycles, it's that you don't really need a plan. You just need rhetoric. And yep. if you got your rhetoric, and you get your base fired up, and you can get people angry, you're, you have a chance. You're pretty good. Elizabeth Warren's going to do that, too. So maybe she is a threat. I don't know. Joe Biden can't really do that. Well, so, I, I really want to see Kamala take on Elizabeth Warren. Like, oh, attack her just like she did, uh, try to with Joe. I've seen enough of Kamala Harris. I'd, I kind of want her to just go away. Yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. I've seen enough of Elizabeth Warren, too. But at least Elizabeth Warren just looks funny, like, like visually. Like, when I see her up there, going, it's just funny for some reason. Yeah, like, as soon as someone, like, says something she doesn't like, like, her eyes get big and her face lights up. And she's like, oh, oh, no, what's happening? She looks like a scarecrow. She does. She looks like a scarecrow. I want to see more Bernie because he just yells. I think it's hilarious. He's just such a bitter old man. I also think him and Warren are stealing votes from each other. And I think it's hilarious because they're like, part. I said this last night, but they're like partnering up like idiots. Like, gosh, you dummies. You're supposed to fight each other. Why are you partnering up? You're taking each other's votes. You're yeah. like basically reaching each other's pockets and stealing $5 bills. And you guys should hate each other for it. I don't know. It's just so annoying. Um, yeah. So that's, that's kind of our analysis. Do you got anything else you want to add? Any more insight? Any thoughts that I didn't cover or that you didn't cover so far? Do you got anything else? No, I think we, I think we covered a lot of it we did i mean look yeah it was more of the same it was pretty much as predicted right everybody kind of knew joe was going to get attacked and it was exactly what we what we thought was going to happen you know well i liked the 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 protesters during the debate there were protesters during the twice they got interrupted they were protesting bill de blasio 
Yeah. Uh, but for some reason, they cut off uh, Joe. Like they started chanting uh, they while Joe off, was talking. They cut off Booker. Yeah. And then Booker, of course, goes on Twitter and goes, oh, I'm so glad you guys are yelling. Blah, whatever. Just shut up. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, good. I, yeah. I, I don't know what that situation is in New York with that officer. I haven't done any research on it or no, anything. I so I'm either. not going to comment on no. it. No. Um, I'll have to look into that. But, I, you know, it's Bill de Blasio, so he hates cops more than anything. So I kind of feel like if he had a reason to fire the guy, he would have. But I don't know anything about it, so I'm not going to comment on it. Um, these guys are awful, man. That's, yeah, it was that's bad. All I got. This is just so bad. This is such a dream. I can't believe people are on stage saying some of this stuff. Yeah, it's like, it's insane. You could say anything you want. Like, I could get on stage and say, I'm going to give everybody a million dollars. And then when people will be like, wait, how are you going to give everybody a million dollars? I'll say, that's a Republican talking point. I'm not going to answer that. I'm not even going to dignify that with a response because it's a Republican talking point, And I just, I, I'm not going to tell you. I'm just going to give everybody a million dollars. It's just going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. Even illegals, they get a million dollars too. So, uh, but they won't want to come to the country or anything. Um, we're only offering them everything. So, well, don't worry. They won't want to come. And you know what? When these Democrats get a hold of everything, they probably won't want to come. So, there is that. Um, all right. Is that all we got? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's all we got. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for us. Boy, after two nights and two debates. I'm just exhausted. I'm just done. I'm just <laughs> done. I might take a little break ski from uh, politics for a minute. Cause... I mean, luckily, we have until September 12th until the next round of debates so we can uh, gear up for yeah, that. Yeah, guys, start giving money to Tulsi Gabbard because I want to see Kamala Harris get slapped again. and. Uh, start giving some money to uh, Mar- well, Marianne Williamson because she's just crazy. We're gonna have a debate without her. If we don't, that's gonna be sad. She's a ray of sunshine and all this sadness and misery. Hmm. Like a, like a rainbow. I know. I need a rainbow. You could use one right outside the window. Well, I could use one anytime any of these idiots open their mouths. <laughs> yeah. So I could tape their mouth shut with it. Um. Okay. Well, I hope everybody has a good rest of the week. It's thursday so there's really only one day left but hopefully you know your friday is amazing and hopefully you guys have a great weekend i don't know if we'll be back for a weekend update this week because we did two episodes and we have a lot going on this weekend in our personal lives so i don't know if we'll be back um there's a new vegan restaurant we're gonna try maybe yeah i'm excited yeah it's gonna be good and then we have a cookout or something and then we have uh some uh, family pictures some family pictures which are always great and then we have Uh uh uh, well, you know, it's funny. We're doing them outside. Yes. Well, the joke's on you because I have transitioned, so I'm going to be wearing sunglasses again. Ah, uh, well, luckily we're going to be next to some trees, which are providing some shade. I, my transitions will still be there. I promise. Oh, oh, oh. I promise. I look like Stevie Wonder in every picture we have outside. Just always wearing sunglasses. Well, at least it, they didn't change that in even our in wedding our, pictures. No, even in our wedding pictures, I'm wearing sunglasses. Yeah, well, I mean, you have them on, but they're not transitioned. They are when we're outside. No, they're not. Go back and look. Mm. No, because the photographer would have made you take them off. Mm, I yes. took my glasses off for the engagement photos, and I hated the way I looked because I felt like it wasn't me. Well, because the sun was shining like, so bright. Who is this other we guy? You <laughs> just had sunglasses on. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, that's enough. Um, thank you, everybody. Yes, you, thank you. Yeah, again, follow us on Twitter at Vegan Wing. Go to our website, rwvegan.com. And so enthusiastic I over just, I hate doing the plugs. And then go to our uh, email us, uh, rwvegan at gmail.com, because we'd love to hear from you. 
We really would. We really would, actually. Uh, so uh, one thing, too, I want to note, coming up in the future, it's not going to be our next episode. Maybe it will, actually. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it offline. But I want to do a bonus episode, kind of like we did this week where we did two. I want to do one where one episode we talk all about a plant-based diet. Oh, yes. Like, I want to talk about why we're vegan. Um, I want to talk about some of our history a little bit in terms of our diets. And then I would love for people to send in questions. But we're going to kind of talk about some of the myths and some of the um, science behind plant-based diets. And then talk about how you you could start to adapt to a plant-based diet. Because I was a big whey protein guy. I was a big protein guy. ate a lot of meat, did all that stuff. And I don't anymore. And I haven't lost any athletic performance. And I haven't uh, lost any of my definition or my muscle or any of that stuff. So it, it can be done. It's doable. And I'd like to do an episode where we talk about that. Well, I'm excited. Good. So we're going to have that coming. That'll be a bonus episode we do one week where we do like two of these. That'll be like a second one we do. Um, but it'll be good to do that. So uh, I'm ready to let everybody go. How about you? Yeah, I think I'm, uh, I'm ready to go to bed. All right. <laughs> well, I hope everyone has a great rest of the week. And we will see you guys next time.